So I just listened to the first minute of Chris's little fucking podcast there. Everybody wants a fucking podcast now. Nobody wants to do the EBFL podcast, just me, I guess. Brian didn't want to fucking deal with it. Chris didn't want to deal with it. He's too busy. Oh, I have two kids. Oh, I run a fantasy league. I'm the postmaster general. Oh, okay, no big deal. Josh will take care of it. Um, I'm just kidding. I love you guys, and I love doing this. Um, <clears throat> so in Chris's first minute of the podcast, he explained perfectly why we have this rule, why the four of us who showed up that day, or five of us who showed up today, and I'll fucking get there, because this is a big fucking part of it for me. This is, like, the crux of it for me, to be honest. Like, it is, it is um, like, a point of pride, a point of honor. And, and some people decided other things or wanted to do other things, and I understand that, but, there are, but when, you know, there's, there's something to be said. For the way things work and the way things should be. In the first minute of that little video there, Chris says perfectly why we have this rule. I know I already said this a couple times. What he said was, how can you not say points scored is the best metric? He also said his team is shit. I, I'm not going to say I agree with that because I have to play him this week and probably next week. Um, but... Um, I, I agree. Everything else is fucking, is, is so annoying. Um, Brian texted me. He, he tells me, he says to me, make the case as to why we should have this rule. And I don't, and, and the case has been made. It, the rule's been passed regardless. But the case is Chris's first fucking minute of that podcast, um, of his little video. Um, so he says he's, it's all about fucking points scored, man. So, so, and I just went back quick. I, 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 um, I had plans for like a whole podcast. I have a couple things I can get to, um, but I really just want to talk about the rule and and uh, my little bitch fit. <clears throat> so, I just sorry, I lost my place. I'm gonna be honest, 100. I kind of get out. I kind of. Oh yeah, okay. So I was saying I could go all over the place. Blah 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 blah. So for me. All, like, lots of things change in fantasy football, but the one thing we always do is play whatever, eight or nine guys, and I don't give a fuck however many it is. If this was a real fucking podcast we made zillions for, I still wouldn't fucking look it up. We play eight or nine guys, we play fucking 14 weeks, and we try to score the most points, right? And then, and then you get into, or you, or you try to get the most wins, right? Like, that, that is what you say, what we say, we want the most wins, but really it's about scoring the most points. We have, we have a, 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 an, an extra um, pot of gold, say, say for, for most points. It's, it's a smaller pot, of course, um, than winning the championship. But how, so we're saying that Matt Nobrega's team could score 2,000 points in the regular season and miss the playoffs. And yeah, I get that's how it goes sometimes with wins and losses. But is that fair? Like, um, I say this with the utmost respect, and let's be honest, he's not going to listen. Melo scored fucking 80 points this week. How many times has he scored under 100 points this season? How many times have all of you scored under 100 points this season? I haven't. I probably will this fucking week, though, now that I fucking said it out loud. But I haven't. You know what I mean? So, so... Or and um and I don't think Maddie has either. I, I um so so we have the most points in the fucking league. And yeah, some things didn't go our way or whatever. Or or, or one week we scored a hundred and two. But I I just I just cannot believe that you guys think like say my dad belongs in the playoffs over Matt. Like whose team but like belongs in like um 
before we had this rule, like the, the year that we implemented this rule was because Matt would have made the playoffs and would have won the championship and would have deserved and did deserve the championship that I think Chris won maybe over I, I don't remember, but 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 that's the reason that we made this rule and, and, and that's the reason me and Chris always talk about the fantasy soccer league or the fantasy football league. Um I'm sorry, I'm excited. I'm really I'm really not that mad. I'm just I'm just excited. Um but anyway. But that's the reason we always say that because it's it's the fairest way. We always talk about like who's in the top five most most points scored like weekly. Like when you when you look at that, you can see the teams who really you should be afraid of and the teams that that you have to worry about. How can I get a piece to beat Pika's team down the stretch or to beat Chris's team down the stretch or Josh's team down the stretch? Because the, for the last couple of years since I got Kamara, let's I, I'm not gonna pretend I'm I'm good. I, I I got Alvin Kamara and got lucky. But like so since I've got Alvin Kamara, I've I've put up a ton of points. Obviously, it just. Go, the two go hand in hand. Um, he gets all the points. Um, but but still, so I just, you know, I just to me that is I just think it's the fairest way. It's 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 a way. Um, it's, it's something different that we do in this league um, that makes this league unique. Um, we've obviously only done it a couple of years, and to be honest, since we've done this, it hasn't even affected that the fourth per- the fourth place person has been the high. No, I don't think anybody's gotten in the playoffs a weird way. Maybe they have, but I don't. Um, I don't know. I guess I have to go back and check that. Is that how? Let me see. Hold on, I'm pausing. Here, I'm pausing. Yeah. All right, all right, I'm back. Um, so yeah. So I texted Chris. This is the second year we had the we had the rule, um, which which is what I thought. Um, but uh, it last year it, it didn't even apply because fourth place was was the highest score, which is what I thought. Um, so, but but overall, I just I just I don't know. I just really think that that is the like kind of like the fairest way. And I get like, yeah, I don't know. I just really think that's fair because, like, if you went 12-4 and four and everybody you beat fucking scored 90 points that week, like, you know, like, I just, or, or, like, you know, you got to play, you got to play Chris without Michael Thomas and then Maddie without Michael Thomas and then Chris, you know, I guess that would happen three times like that, but, like, but, um, I don't know. I just fucking, just like the rule. I just really like the rule. Um... But going on to the other point, so we every year Chris is phenomenal. I've never um, every year Timmy says the same thing. Um, how he tells us Cape Cod League that we are so much better because our commissioner and all like the the things we vote on and the way that things work in this league, um, and and how and how but really how how good Chris is at running this league. Every year, usually, um, you know, basically a week from now, Chris will set the draft. You know. And at about the same, he'll like, you know, so, not really, but like he'll say, oh, the draft is whenever, like, don't forget, we like to do it this day or whatever, um, you know. And, um, and of course, he gives us his, his year in review and stuff. But about now, we set up our, our champions, like, uh, trophy celebration and our in-meeting, which maybe this year might have to be Zoom or, or uh, our conference call or something. Um, but we... But we also do our end of the year meeting, and we have votes either at the draft, but mostly at the end of the year meeting, because that's when we get together, um, and, and everything's fresh. So, Chris sets a date for this meeting. Everybody says they can go. I think 
I'm, I am almost certain of that. And if not, it, it was like everybody except for like Mello, like, <clears throat> like my dad is included in this group of people who said they would be at this meeting but decided there were other things that were more important. And I understand sometimes there are literally things that are more important, like uh, um, not when Sean Jay had to miss a draft because, like, like he forgot about it or, 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 or he didn't know he was working or some shit like that. So we, but luckily for us, that's how we got Sean to lose, um, I think, last minute. Or, or, or that kind of shit where, like, you get let, him, let back in for that. Like, no, that's fucking bad, dude. Um, but so nine of us or ten of us, I'm just going to say all fucking ten. I don't know if that's right or not. I'm just going to fucking say it. But we all agree on a date that works for us the best. We go to Chris's house, right, or wherever, and we meet up, whatever. We all say we're going to do it. Then we get to the meeting. Only four of us show up. Like, and like, I'm not saying, like, uh, like, oh, like, oh, poor us. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. So, so five of us showed up. Joe was there, had to leave for work. Like, that I honestly understand. Because like, his work schedule changes weekly. Uh, unlike most of ours, of course. Um, <clears throat> um, if Brian decides he wants to go to a union meeting because he wants to get in good with the union. Doesn't have to go. He could he could come do our vote and then go over there for a little bit. He decides that's what he wanted to do when he knew he had something to do with us. That's okay. No problem. But now you want to talk and you want to bitch about a rule you don't like when when you weren't even there to vote on it? Then you say shit in the Snapchat, which is wrong. Like the way that just because me and Chris like it, it's in. Chris didn't even vote for it. I'm not going to say the people who voted for it. There are four of us there. Me, Aaron, Timmy, Chris. Chris didn't vote for it. I'm not going to say the other two people who voted for it. I, I won't do that. That's terrible. I, I would never say that out loud. I'm just kidding. I'm not even mad at Aaron and Tim at all. I'm just kidding. Um, but seriously, like, so so we all vote for it. And and you guys aren't there. Don't, don't <clears throat> give, uh, uh, like, don't pay Chris the respect that he is deserved. You say you're going to come to his house. You don't do that. And now you want to change the rule because why? Because you might lose out. Where were you last year? You didn't give a shit. You, cause, because you might lose out. Now you want to say something? Yeah, well, I mean, obviously that makes sense. Who are we talking about? Hey everybody, and welcome to the EBFL Podcast. My name is Josh Ferreira, and uh, I'll be taking you through last week's uh, crazy happenings, uh, the standings, and the new EBFFL rankings today. Uh, quick little podcast. Uh, I'll probably be out of here in 10-15 minutes, uh, so I hope you have time. Okay, let's go to last week's games, and I'm just going to scroll right down my phone here. Um, so first off, uh, I beat Sean, and I wasn't exactly sure that was going to happen for a while. Um... I was really nervous. You can ask Joe and Chris. I wouldn't shut the fuck up in our little group chat. I really, really just saw myself. There's like this was the chance I was gonna score 160. I thought because maybe the Ravens get blown out by chance, like 160, and Sean's gonna score 161 and fucking beats me. And uh, I got pretty lucky. Um, and then he played Pollard. I asked him why. He said, uh, you know, he's just going for shot plays, which is kind of what what me and Chris were thinking when we we were like, what the fuck? Because it didn't really make sense. And then. Uh, and then of course it did, um, uh, when when I texted him and he and he he said he's going for the sh- uh, kind of shot plays because he kind of doesn't have that that uh, elusiveness right now. Um, I wonder if he's too like he's just so big. 
wonder if he lost like a little bit of the bulk, like if he would like quicken up, you know. Um, so next next game down, um, it was first versus second place, and Chris beat Pika, um, 112 to 78. Um, that game was it looked like it looked like Chris was gonna blow him out, and then their their numbers just kind of kept falling. Actually, yeah, I'd say that. It looked like Chris was going to blow him out, and then their numbers just kind of kept falling the same amount. Like, Chris just kept staying ahead that much, and they both just kept dropping. Like, so we're, I think Pico kind of maybe was started, like, more around 110, um, and then it just kind of just wasn't happening for his guys. I think I think he said, uh, I think Gibson played, what, one play? Um, then he had his other running back got hurt. Excuse me, I forgot his name. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, Frank Gore. Yeah, oh, yeah, how'd you forget him? Um, but Frank Gore got hurt. Um it's tough too, kind of a, a a mediocre day for Mahomes, you know, an average day for the rest of the league. Um, only twenty points. Um, it's a tough one. Daryl Henderson on the bench with fifteen points, but it's just it wouldn't have been enough. Um, like Lavishka outscores Lazard, but are you really gonna play Lavishka over Lazard? Uh, I guess you know if you're going for shots, I guess. Um, next game up, this game I thought could shoot crazy. Um, Friggin' Matt versus uh, Matt versus Tim. I just um, when that game started, I, I was like, "Yo, friggin' Matt's gonna score 170 points and lose like straight up. That's what's gonna happen." Um, and I was wrong. Uh, he only scored 140 points and still lost. Um, but he, Kyle Rudolph, literally no receptions. That fucking offense. I mean, that I mean. Thielen and Jefferson had gigantic games, and that's kind of one of the problems, right? Well, actually, no. Tim didn't even play Jefferson. I just assumed that. The real problem was Darren Waller. Friggin' what an unbelievable game. He was He was open, like, every time Carr looked at him. He, he was friggin', like, I don't know. They, they, they double-covered him, still open. Um, he had a career day for himself. He had uh, 13 for 200 and two touchdowns. Unfucking real Honestly, he's such a crazy athlete. What, a, what like, uh, like... What a steal. Like, he picked Darren Waller. The pick after I picked Zachary, it's like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Not, like, uh, I, that's something I want to get to because it's just, so it's, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if anybody can feel what I'm feeling, but just, ugh. Because, like, we've all been there, and, I, and, I, and like I said, I want to get, I don't know if I want to ruin it. I'll save it. I'll save it. I'll save it. All right. Next game, um, Battles of the Six and Sixes. Pops beats Mellowed by uh, nine points, eight points. Um, Herbert uh, kind of I, <laughs> I said I said a, a mean thing to Chris about Justin Herbert last night, but I won't, I won't repeat it for the podcast. Um, but yeah, Mellow Mello decides Herbert over Lamar. Um, I guess the way that things were going, you kind of had to. But Belichick against rookies, man, it's just it, every time it's always the same fucking thing. No matter who the rookie is, hey, he, Belichick always seems to, to find the way. I'm sure I'm sure there are some that beat him, probably Mark Sanchez, probably. Fucking dick. Um, but, like, you know, whatever. Uh, but, yeah, Pops wins had a, has a really mediocre day. Um, it's just, you know, just got enough. I, I thought there was a chance... That Mello really was gonna friggin' not blow the doors off, but I thought like uh, uh, Cooper scores a garbage time touchdown. Schultz had like a huge play, and I thought there was a chance that Schultz or Cooper could catch one more ball in that Dallas game at the end, and uh, so I kept watching just to fucking spice it up. You know what I mean? Because one long touchdown that's that would get Mello over the line. 
uh, but it didn't happen. So so Dad's now I think uh, sitting in fourth place, um, tied with Aaron Pika. Um, we'll get to that in a sec. The last game of the week, which um, I can say I was rooting for this result. Honestly, I can. Um, I was really excited that Joe beat Brian. It's better for me because uh, Brian winning would complicate uh, if I lost next week, I think, just a little bit, and then I would have to rely on my most points, and God forbid I don't score any points next week and everybody else does. But like, So, so this game was, was pretty big for me. Um, and uh, I just want to say thanks to Joe. Uh, no, I'm just kidding, of course. But uh, I want to say thanks to Josh Allen. That's what I want to say thanks to because what a big fucking Monday night he had. Uh, four touchdowns, was it? Yeah, four touchdowns, 375 yards. R- small night for Russell Wilson, right? He only scored 16 points. Um, and then Brian in the tough spot with CEH, man. He's ill ill all week. They put him in. He doesn't play a stat. Um, it's just that that really stings, especially when he could have played um, a guy to win. That, that has to hurt. But Kelsey goes off. Marvin Jones goes off for him. He's been so fucking – Marvin Jones has been so fucking good without Kenny Galladay there. Um, so has Hawkinson's been pretty average, but uh, but Marvin Jones has been going off. I've honestly been like, fuck, like I wish he, they would throw those passes to to Hawkinson, but uh, Jones was going fucking off. Diggs with another big day. I was fucking rooting against that big time. Um, McLaurin didn't do anything, but Joe fucking Josh Allen fucking saved it for Joe. He had a huge game. Deontay Johnson too, fucking twenty one points again. He's so good. I saw I um oh I saw some fucking crazy wide receiver stat that he's leading in most most. Res- Targets per game, or or air yards, or some kind. Maybe not air yards. It's not kind of. That's not the receiver he is. But like, but like that. Like he's getting the ball thrown to him so fucking much. Um, he's he's the only trusting the only person Big Ben really really trusts right now. You see Ebron with a couple of drops. Juju is is good, but I feel like he can't get open. Claypool. Um, I just I feel like they only want to use him for the shots. I mean, he caught that one huge ball. Uh, looked like he could have scored because he's so big, you know. But uh, but they, they brought him down. I, I forgot who got the touchdown. But it ended up working. Uh, might have even been Deontay Johnson's touchdown then. Yeah, I think that's what happened. They thought Johnson scored, but he got down. Then they threw. They well realized it was incomplete or some kind of shit. I think. I think that's what happened. Um, so anyway, um, that was. Oh shit! I closed my phone. I'm sorry, guys. So that's the end of week 13 in the league. Um, and let's just go to the standings. Um, like you might have heard uh, in Chris's little. A blog post there. Uh, Tim is the only uh, official uh, team that's knocked out of the playoffs. I'm sorry, I keep saying uh, every five seconds. Um, there we go again. So, Maddie is still alive because of his points scored, which is which is obviously uh, uh, you might have heard somebody else earlier in the podcast is a little bit more angry than I am um, talking about that and. Uh, um, yeah, so so right now Maddie is kind of in the catbird seat as long as I stay in the playoffs to to get um, in as most points scored in that fourth place spot, which I guess is something we're going to have to have a discussion about. Which is, you know, that's totally fine. That's that's the way that the league works. That's something I probably didn't say then when I was mad, um, but that's the way that the league works, and that's something that that I like really love. So if we have the vote and it changes, that's that's totally cool. But. Oh man, I still am angry. Look at that. I can still do it. Um, <laughs> oh my god, I'm bipolar. Fuck. Somebody help. Um, okay. The next slot up. These guys are still in contention, but it, but it is increasingly tough for them. Though that's the six and sevens, the teams that are under five hundred. Um, that would be Sean, Joe, 
Mello and Brian, um, of course. Uh, um, no surprise. Um, and so for them, they're pretty much out. I mean, Joe could, Joe or say Joe, any of them could win and go seven and seven. Um, I think with Pico or my dad, I I don't. Um, I'd have to check the the schedule, which is going to be the next thing we do together on this podcast, which used to be good. Um, but yeah, so so. Now we're looking at the teams who are in the playoff hunt. Chris is cemented in the playoffs. He he it can be the one or the two seed. Um, I am right now in the two seed. Uh, if I beat Chris this week, I will, uh, I, according to Chris, go to the one seed. If I lose, that's where things get tricky for me. Because if Pika and my dad win those games that I said that they might lose, if they win those games, then we're all tied Um on rec- our records are tied, of course, and we'll have to, you know, see how the tiebreakers work out. Chris says um, it goes most points scored and then head-to-head, in which case I'll obviously be pretty good because I have a lot of points scored. Um, we'll have to see. Um, so hopefully I just win. But if I win, I have to play Maddie. So, you know, it's a little bit of a little bit of this and that. Unless, um, unless Sean outscores Maddie by 40 points, which, like, I've – it's totally possible in this league. Like, Sean, Sean easily could have scored 170 points yesterday. And Maddie scored 140. Okay, that's not enough, but it's, it's not crazy. Maddie scores 120. Like, he scored 112, you know. Um, but, yeah, so we have to see. That. So let's see this week's matchups. And then I want to make just uh, a couple more points, and we'll see where it goes. So in week 14, again, I'm just going down top to bottom because that's uh, the way that it is on mine. Um, it's me versus Chris. Huge game, obviously. Uh, right now, we're projected within a point and a half of each other. Um, you know, winner takes all. Winner takes first place. Winner gets the joy of losing to Maddie in the first round. So that's fun, like always. Um, then, uh, the next game I have in my sheet is Maddie versus Pika, which, like, is not an easy game for Aaron Pika, as I've been saying. Like, we are fucking scared of Maddie. Everybody should be. Um... Chris McCaffrey's back. He's probably going to want to score a whole bunch. It's not great for us. Um, so, you know, Maddie could have a bad week. This would be the week for us, right? We really kind of need that. Um, if Maddie's going to find, if Maddie's going to break that under hundred threshold. Um, but yeah, so but right now Maddie's projected to beat Pika by thirty, and I wonder um, if that's just because Pika hasn't moved everything around yet. But it's kind of not a ton of options on the bench. But you got to see who shoot like what happens if it shoots out or or what have you. The other spot, the other person in a huge game this week, of course, is my dad, play, uh, facing the only team in the league who um, is mathematically eliminated from the playoffs, but not the toilet bowl, of course. Where he has his chance to win the first overall pick. Um, that would be Tim versus my dad, and that game is Tim projected to win. Um, it's you know Tim minus seven, um, and that one. That that one could go either way. Tim dropped 175 this week. My dad dropped 80, but last week my dad dropped 180. So who who's like, which club's gonna show up? You know, um, we gotta see. And then that that is a gigantic game in in terms of the playoff hunt to keep my dad in it because my dad's only chance to go in would be probably to win um, and Pika to lose. Would probably be my dad's shot in at the three seed if I'm doing the math correctly. But I think so. So, so he's probably gonna be watching, you know, on pins and needles. Uh, then, like, 
the fucking best friends bowl. This is so big for me because I want Sean to beat Brian so fucking bad. I want him to beat his fucking head in. Just kidding. You're a nice boy. Um, yeah, so it's so Sean versus Brian. Brian projected to win by 12. Holy cannoli. That's not possible. Um, so, yeah, we got to see how that one goes too. And so that, that's a big game because they're tied on record. And the winner of that game is probably the best chance to get in as the three seed, I would say. So, yeah, Sean versus Brian. Brian goes 7-7. Seven and seven. Pops loses. Pika loses. They all go 7-7. Seven and seven. Brian gets in on most points scored because Sean would have one, a worse record. Um, so Brian's crying about this rule. His only chance to get in is as a, as a three seed anyway. Um, so he should – it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, go beg your ass. You know what I mean? You know those guys – Oh, go back your ass. Um, <clears throat> let's get to the East Bay Fantasy Football Rankings, which I, I sent you guys a Snapchat the other day, but I've done the, the mathematicals. We can talk about that if you like. If you don't, you can skip. I'm waiting 15 seconds for the guys who skip. Okay, so let's talk about Wii 13 in the matchups. Um, we obviously, you know, we, we know, we went over the five teams who won. I was just quickly, Chris, Tim, Pops, Joe, and myself. And here's the top five in, in points scored. Tim, I think, with the second most points scored uh, in the league this this year, hundred uh, second time he scored the most points in one week in the league this year. Um, Tim with 175 points, me 165, Sean 145, Matt 141, Joe 137. So if we so again, if we do the mathematicals, that that makes me a plus three. Joe a plus three, and Tim a plus three because we won and got highest points scored. Chris and my dad both pick up a point by winning a game. And Maddie Nobrega and Sean pick up one point for being highest points scored, although losing, which is totally like a fair way to reward somebody for losing a game. You know, it just totally makes sense. Um, in this league, I'm in first place too, guys. I'm just kidding. I'm in second place in our league. Fuck. Um, okay. So... With the adjusted mathematicals, here is the new EBFL table. I'm in first on 27 points. I've increased my lead on Pika, who stays stagnant at 22. Maddie um, gets closer to Pika. He gets a point. Sean gets a point, and Chris gets a point. If you remember, they all go up from 17, from 18, 17, and 17 to 19, 18, and 18. Brian's team doesn't get any points this week, um, so he stays still at 15 points. That's just behind Joe who's on 17 points with his um, jump in the table after a three-point week. Um, then we go to 8, 9, and 10. Pops on 15 points. He increases. Uh, he gets closer to Brian. Pops and my dad on the same amount of points, but Brian most points scored. More points scored, so Brian above him. Mello on 14 points. Tim cl closing the gap on Mello with his three-point week. Could get another this week and maybe put Mello in the 10th in the spot. And climb his way out of last place. Well, we also have the last three places. Last three weeks, because this, we, this league, theoretically, that is in only in my head and, and on this podcast, um, goes to uh, all the weeks that we would play in the season. We still wouldn't play week 17, because that's trash. Um, although, well, yeah. No, but no, we still wouldn't. We wouldn't. Um, I guess we could vote on it. Okay, so the last thing I wanted to get to is I did... A little table last night. I gotta turn my lamp on, as you can hear. Uh, 
just just a little uh i ranked the not i ranked i went on the fucking app and i got the top 10 qbs running backs and wide receivers and i listed them one to ten and then i also listed their draft position and i wrote one um you know, one thing I noted per thing. You know what I mean? Nothing crazy, and I'll go through them. Obviously, I'm just saying everything three times like I always do. But let's, so you know what? I'm going to say it six times, so let's just fucking start. Here's the QB list. Number one, no surprise, Patrick Mahomes, most points scored so far. Number two, Aaron Rodgers, undrafted. Number three, Russell Wilson, fifth round. Kyler Murray, keeper, 16th round. Deshaun Watson, picked by my dad in the sixth. Josh Allen by Joe in the 11th. Tannehill, undrafted. Justin Herbert, undrafted. Tom Brady in the 11th to Chris, which I thought was... I honestly thought Tom Brady was going to go undrafted. I could not believe Chris picked him. And and look, he's top 10. Uh, and Kirk Cousins is also undrafted. My, my key takeaway from that, how many guys did I say was undrafted? Four. We say this every year like about quarterbacks, or I used to say it. like It's just a, why I'd be happy kind of taking Eli Manning. I also have never won a championship, so don't listen to anything I ever say. Um, not, at least not in this league. Not in this league. Um, so... You know, I just, uh, it's just, it's really, really a surprise. Like, QB is such a crapshoot, you know. Um, Tannehill's been hot. I tried to trade for him for Maddie. I waited for him to drop him. I got lucky the last two weeks. So, um, well, besides that, I think in, uh, uh, just looking quick, Cousins is kind of the only one who isn't played in our league. Like, and still nobody plays him. But he must have shot out, like, two weeks. You know what I mean? He must have really, really blown the doors off a couple weeks and, and padded his numbers, I would bet. Because I know he's had some stinkers. Anyway, let's go to the running backs in my observation from that list. Uh, number one uh, is Alvin Kamara. Uh, he's a keeper in the ninth round. Next year he'll be a keeper in the fifth round. You can write that down. Um. <laughs> God damn it, I'm so funny. Second overall running back this year so far is Dalvin Cook. First round pick. Chris didn't want to take him. I had to basically convince Chris to take Dalvin Cook. What the fuck is wrong with him? Oh, my God, I'm in such a good mood. Holy fuck, I'm going to blow it. Um, <laughs> oh, it's going to happen. Oh, guys, I did an edible. I don't know if I told you. I'm pretty high. Um, don't tell my mom. Three is Derrick Henry. Uh, was also a first-round pick by Mello, which if you would have told me three years ago Derrick Henry would be a first-round draft pick, I'd be like, like now? I would have said no way, but like, look at who he's become down the stretch. He's so dependable, and here's why I don't want to play Ryan Tannehill this week, because he's so fucking good, and he had such a bad week last week, you know they're going to get even. Number four overall running back this year, James Robinson, undrafted. Matty picked him up after the first game, I think, I want to say, or maybe even before the first game. I think it's September 11th, I can't remember. Um, that's cr- number four overall running back, undrafted. That's fucking crazy. Uh... You know, you know who has the number five overall running back? Maddie, Aaron Jones. Picked him in the second round. Um, I almost ha- was going to take Aaron Jones in the first round, but I just don't trust him. Next is Aaron Gibson in the fifth round by Tim. Can you believe Aaron Gibson is the sixth overall running back? I fucking cannot. I wish I traded for him. Kind of tried to a little bit, but then I just backed off and tried to go for Rojo, but that didn't happen. And then Dak broke his leg, so who gives a shit? It's all over. Um, that's when my dreams died that day. Seventh overall running back, Josh Jacobs picked in the first round. No surprise there. Eighth, Zeke still. I cannot fucking believe that. That's not going to last long, Sean. Uh, he's in the first round. Ninth overall running back, Kareem Hunt, who was a great pick by Sean, who we traded to Chris. Um, and the tenth overall running back, 
is fucking. So if, just so we're, if you're listening, Matt has three of the ten over the top ten overall running backs on his team. Unfucking believable. Tenth overall running back, Mike Davis, undrafted, of course. Big pickup by Matty on the waiver wire. Needed him um, when McCaffrey went down. Really helped his team out a bunch. So my takeaway from that is if you want a good running back in this league, you got to take him early. So we had, well, let me see, I said five first-rounders, but let me count again because I'm going to include Kamara as a first. Although he was the ninth, I'm going to include him as the first because, like, that's his rate, you know. So one, two, three, four, five. Oh, damn, I already did that. I'm so smart. Damn, I just know myself so well. Uh, so, yeah, so five first-rounders. You know what I mean? But so still, if you want to get a top-ten running back, you got to get lucky on, on waivers, two undrafted guys. On the same fucking team. What the fuck? He's so goddamn lucky. I hate this kid. <laughs> and so let's go on to wide receivers, which I I have. Uh, um. My observation was I just ranked. I put like in order how many each round had. So just to clean it up for you guys, number one overall overall wide receiver was Tyreek Hill, who uh, my dad picked in the second round. Uh, my dad doesn't care if um, you hit kids. I guess he just picked Tyreek Hill. He doesn't even care. Um, Devonta Adams, who I picked in the first round, um, is number two overall. Number three overall is DK Metcalf, and we'll get back to we'll get back to that. Number four overall, also on Melo's team, Keenan Allen. He was picked in the fifth round. DK in the fourth round. Excuse me, back to back picks by Melo, big time. Number five overall, uh, Nuke. Is that how you say? It? They say Nuke Hopkins. I I just call him D Hop. I don't know. I I, I think I'm lame. Um, he was picked in the second round by Matt, by Sean. It took me three weeks to realize he had that fucking stack after he was, Sean was murdering everybody when they were going off. Number six overall, wide receiver in the league this year, has not played a snap in the EBFL. His name is Justin Jefferson, picked in the 11th round by Tim. He'll be his keeper. Um, number seven, Tyler Lockett, uh, I think also of Tim's squadron. Um, I don't know if that's the right word. Uh, number eight, uh, Joe's Adam Thielen. Is he on Joe's team? I don't really know. I'm guessing now. Uh, number nine, Brian's uh, Stephen. Uh, Stephen. Good Lord. Stephen Diggs. Uh, he was picked in the fourth round by Brian. Pretty good pick there. Wait a second. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Back it up. Back it up. Back it up. The ninth overall wide receiver is Robert Woods, picked by Sean, traded to Chris. The tenth overall wide receiver is Stephon Diggs. Brian picked him in the fourth. Great pick there. Top ten. Uh, Brian picked him in the sixth. God damn it, Josh, you fucking asshole. Woods in the fourth. Diggs in the sixth. None of that matters. So when you look at the wide receivers, here's how it shakes out. Only one wide receiver in the top ten was picked in the first round. That's when I picked Devontae Adams. Two of them were picked in the second round, Tyreek Hill. One was picked in the third. His name's Adam Thielen. Three were picked in the fourth. Those are DK, Lockett, and Woods, of course. How could we forget? Keenan Allen was picked in the fifth. The Diggs was picked in the sixth. And Justin Jefferson picked in the eleventh, but he hasn't played, so that one kind of cancels out a little bit. Just kidding. They're all they're all important. They're all good picks. So I wrote that list. I just think I just think it's so interesting how how everything in like it's obvious, like, how it's going to happen. <coughs> Excuse me. Like, it's obvious, um, like, like it's going to be spread out. You can't have, like, everybody have first-round picks for wide receivers and, and running backs. Like, that, that, like, makes sense. But, like, wide receivers are so all over the board 
running backs, like, you have to hit her. You know what I mean? It's just, like, I mean, it's what we always – it's just – it's crazy how, it, like, it literally, literally just, like, comes out that way. And I get that that's how, like, statistics works and it was always going to come out this way. I totally understand that. But, like, when you write it down, like, I just – I like, I, when I see it, I can't fucking fathom it. And the reason that I'm saying all this is because when you know this is how it works out, you still don't draft this way. And this is what I mean. I – if you gave me this list in the beginning of the year, this would be my list – like who I like, maybe not. I would probably go Adams Hill or maybe Tyreek Hill wouldn't be there. Maybe I'd put like Hopkins, you know, or or uh, um, Thielen, you know. But so I would definitely say Devonte Adams. Say who, whatever Hill Thielen, would Hill Thielen whatever Hopkins. Who cares? But if you ask me who I thought the third best receiver in the draft was, I would have said DK Metcalf. Why did I pick Calvin Ridley in the set? I mean uh, uh, Chris. Chris Godwin in the second round, if I knew DK Metcalf was that good. Like, why do we do these things? That's the thing. And, I, and it's it's obviously about trying to get value and, and, and capitalizing, and you have to know where people rate people and, and try to take advantage of that kind of stuff. But when we know that that's the outcome, why the fuck do we still fall into this trap? Um, and I say we because I hope you guys, I mean, uh, well, I hope you guys can relate to this, but maybe you guys aren't as dumb as I am and make the same mistakes as I do. I hope you can relate. Um, like, I picked, like, so So this is what I wrote down last night. I picked Devontae Adams. None of my, I wouldn't have picked anybody after I picked Devontae. And like, I didn't want anybody until I got to Chris Godwin. I wouldn't pick anybody until I got to Chris Godwin. So I picked him. But I, but, so... <laughs> like this is what I mean though. I should just fucking sorry. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I picked Devontae Adams, and then I picked Chris Godwin, Calvin Ridley, AJ Brown. I knew AJ Brown would be better than Ridley and Godwin. Although I think Ridley might be just slightly out outranking him just a bit still. Um, but I knew I would want AJ Brown more than those two guys. Why did I not just fucking go, like, you know, you know what, this is what I mean, though, because I went four receivers anyway, so why did I not just do, like, it's just so frustrating when, like, you, does anybody relate? Like, I, like this is, like, the one time, because, like, I love to talk, obviously, this is the one time I wish I had somebody on the podcast, because I just wish I could fucking ask somebody this. Like, you know what, like, why do we do this? And it's, like, like I said, I knew, like, I knew in my head I would rather have Devonta Adams, A.J. Brown, and fucking DK Metcalf. Why didn't I just do that? Damn, I just told you guys about draft plans. Fuck. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but still, you know what I mean? Like, it just, uh, it's just frustrating. Um, that's all I got. I'm going to cut it up and hopefully take out some of these coughs and burps and gross stuff. Get it out to you guys as soon as possible. Um, which doesn't mean anything because I'm talking to myself. Why did I say that out loud? Um... But I'm, but that's the truth. I'm gonna do all those things. Um, I love you guys. You guys are really great. I was trying to be pretend mean, um, like a little bit, and be like real mean, and like be myself. I wasn't trying to like really be like a dick. Um, I really am mad at Brian. Uh, that was all real. But um, I love Aaron and Timmy so much. I'm sorry to throw you under the bus a little bit. Um, before we go, I just want to double check I haven't scored under 100 because I was Mr. Big Swinging Dick before. I just want to double check because uh, I might have to cut some shit out. 
Nah, homie, don't play that. Homie, don't play that. Let me check. Let me check. Uh, yeah, I'm cocky again. Look at that. Snap right back. Yeah, Madden either. This is what I mean. This is what I mean. Let's see, Brian. Just one last, one last hunt. Um, Brian once. Brian scored eighty points once. Which I'm not saying everybody does it every week, but but like, and I get like like teams get to put up stinkers and stuff, and it's wins and losses. But like, this isn't real shit. This is like like can you assemble a group of players who can score more points? Than, you know what I mean? Like that's like what it is to me. And I get that it's about winning championships and like having. I don't. I don't know. I just fucking love this rule, man. I just really, really love it, and I'm defending it again at the end, even though I said I was going to stop defending it and be nice. Um, and I love you guys so much, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Only six people listened last week, you dicks. Um, it's fine. I don't really care that much. Um, I don't actually... Okay, so I say that, like, oh, you dicks. I don't actually, like, mean that. I'm just saying, like... like. Uh, no, nah, I don't care. I like making it. I don't care. If only six people listen, if, if, if nobody listens. Eh, I'm going to make it when I can. Um, but we will be back next week, and we will talk about the playoff matchups, uh, toilet bowl seat, toilet bowl seating. Um, not that that matters uh, at all. Or, or and um, what? And maybe we'll have a guest or two on. Um, and I'm hoping we could possibly tape a debate, me and Mr. Avila, sometime in the next week. Um, and. Uh, if anybody could moderate, that would be great. Maybe, I think we, um, it depends. We have to see Brian's days off because he goes to bed so fucking early and Chris gets out of work so late. So that's the, that's what we have to figure out. So if we want to have a debate, say, oh, I can't do it Friday. Like if we, so like, so if, if we wanted to tape a little debate for next week's podcast, say, um, we have to figure out sometime Saturday, Sunday, Monday-ish to tape that um, about the rule. And... Um, and just to, to head us off, um, you know, into the off season, which obviously this rule is uh, is now hanging over. It's a it's a dark cloud um, over over this playoffs. And maybe that's what Brian wanted. He really wanted to disparage this year and, and take away from the owners or managers, excuse me, who who had better years than him. Maybe that's maybe that's what this whole thing's about. Of course, we don't know. Um, but uh, but but anyway, yeah. So if, so if anybody wants to come on, be a moderator, um, you know. I I think I think uh, I think the podcast could use that, and we'll maybe throw that into the the other half of the playoff show. Uh, so if you would like to do that, give me a text at my text number, or hit us up in the EBFL chat. Um, goodbye. Granite, da, 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 da. Granite.